0: Hey what's up and welcome along to another edition of Teen Tech with myself Mr. B. This is a podcast where we talk all things tech all whilst enjoying a nice cup of tea which is exactly what I'm doing right here. This is a new one for me. I'm playing around with some new equipment. I'm very excited. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm recording this on my new Sony ZV-E10 with the Sigma 16mm 1.4 lens. And you may be thinking, how is he getting that nice sweet sound? Simple. So what I'm doing is I'm uh, feeding my audio into Rodecaster Pro which is a whole video in itself, which is coming. But essentially I'm feeding audio into the RODECaster. Then I'm doing a bit of a hack. And uh, I'm taking the audio out via headphone into the BOYA XM6 S1 wireless transmitter, which is then sending that to the receiver, plugged into my Sony. Clever, eh? So it's a bit of a trial and error, so if there's a few glitches on this, bear with me. I hope there isn't. So yeah, some really nice uh, effects. Uh, Some nice effects that I can do using this. Obviously this uh, music that I'm using as a bed in the background simply downloaded, recorded as one of the touchpads on the Roadcaster um, Pro. It obviously has its own levels. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice little setup, nice and compact. As I said, it's a whole video in itself. And that's coming. Uh, there'll probably be a video on the, um, the Boya as well. Incredible little wireless mic. But anyway, tea and tech. If you're new here, generally what I do is talk about the latest news in the tech world. And that can be anything tech related. It can be... Electric vehicles, it can be iPhones, it can be Samsung, it can be anything. It can even be roadcasters and cameras, all tech. So yeah, I normally just roll through some of the daily news, what's happening in the world, pick out a couple of stories and put them in front of you. That's one element of what I do uh, on my YouTube channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, Don't forget to hit the like and the subscribe and hit that little bell notification. Helps me out. And why not share? Share the love. Why not share with your friends? Interesting. Uh, Mr. BK Official. You can find me on the socials. Uh, If you're listening to this on any of the uh, major podcast platforms, don't forget you can head over to YouTube and watch my beautiful face there yeah right if you're happy just listening then by all means just listen i appreciate you. you so where do we start let's look at apple shall we so the rumor mills are going they're going again um, Apple supposedly supposedly, uh, will have an event in March. Um, according to Bloomberg, there's strong evidence that will happen. And what will happen then? What can we expect? Well, same as ever, you know, every event. There's always going to be the talk of a new iPhone new iPad, Mac Mini, iMacs. You know, it's not long since we've had new um, iPads, new iMacs, obviously iPhone. So let's see what comes of that. iOS 15.4 is currently available. I'm guessing there's going to be a full update. For the march event if they go down that route uh, but as of today ios 15.4 beta is available um, now what is in that uh beta development well i'm running the beta on my iphone 12 pro max at the minute and i'm also uh running ipad beta And Monterey Beta or Mac OS Beta. One of the big standouts for me, and I'm slightly gone off topic of this story, but one of the big uh, standouts for me is Universal Control. Mm, That's special. But maybe I'll do a whole video on that separately. So, as I said, the uh, Beta for 15.4 is out at the minute. And part of what's included in the features uh, is the fact that you can now use Face ID whilst wearing a mask. Now you were able to do that before by uh, as long as you had your Apple watch on. I've personally found that to be a bit glitchy. Didn't work all the time. I haven't tried, to be honest, the new one where you can scan your face, I believe, with the mask on. Um, Some other things in there, a lot of new emojis because, you know, you can never have enough of those. And then of course universal control. Now if you're not familiar with universal control, it's essentially extending your monitors without any kind of physical connection. Um, So I believe it uses Bluetooth and AirPlay uh, technology. But basically, what it allows you to do, it's a bit more than an extended monitor. Um, It's not actually an extended monitor. What it allows you to do is have your mouse and keyboard on one device. And next to you, you can have your iPad um, or another Mac, or you have a MacBook all in a line. And basically what it will allow you to do is use one keyboard and one mouse to seamlessly scroll all the way across your devices. So for instance if you have your uh, iMac, you've got your iPad beside you, you can just quickly drag your cursor down and now you have full control of your iPad which is very cool in itself, but one of the nicest things about it is you can drag and drop from devices. So for instance, you've got uh, your photo gallery open on your iPad and you want to bring something into your Mac to edit it. Click on the image, drag it across onto your Mac. It's done. Very cool. Uh, Still in the early stages of beta. I haven't personally come across any glitches or any bugs with it yet. Now that I've said that. I'm sure something's gonna happen. Um, So yeah, 15.4 beta is now available. What else we got? Uh, WhatsApp. Now, if you're listening to this, the other side of the world in the States, North America, Canada. I believe WhatsApp's not a major thing over there. I'm based in the uh, UAE, where everything is done on WhatsApp. Business deals are done on WhatsApp. Invoices are sent through WhatsApp. Payments are even done through WhatsApp. Um, But yeah, having a a few friends working that side of the planet, um, when you speak to them about using WhatsApp, they're like, well, what? don't know. Never used it. Uh, Obviously, one of the big things if you're in the iPhone or Apple ecosystem, should I say, is iMessage. And iMessage really hasn't really taken off in this part of the world, for sure, purely because of WhatsApp. So WhatsApp um, has just updated its beta software. What's to mention on this? Well, one of the things that's, a real pain is when you're in the WhatsApp app and you want to take an image open up your camera whilst in WhatsApp your camera does not relate to the camera that's on your device the quality of that image uh, it's a bit glitchy um, it's just not what you would expect from the camera that's in your device so one of the things that they've done is improved the camera within WhatsApp And I think they've changed a few aesthetics. Um, One of the things that would happen again, you open up the camera in WhatsApp and it would show you kind of five or six of your last images just above where you take the picture. Um, Now that's gone. So it's very similar to the actual Apple camera app. So it shows you a little thumbnail down the bottom left of your last image. And hopefully the cameras a lot better. Why it doesn't just use all of the features of the standard camera, I don't know. Maybe there's a very good reason for that. Again, I don't know. So yeah, WhatsApp have just released that beta, um, which I believe is 22.4.0.72. Wow. Okay. Um, And according to some of the publications and the beta testers, uh, if you're a public beta tester, ah, if you're a public beta tester, you can start using it now. Fun times, eh? Now, something else. Slack. Are you a Slack user? I'm not, and I have to say, don't know a lot about it. Uh, which, maybe I should. Uh, but today, Slack had some major issues where it wasn't loading for some users. Um, some of the, some of the uh, quotes that were coming out were quite fine. But uh, it was down with some issues, including trouble logging in, sending messages and files, And also notifications not working. So I'm guessing that's pretty much all of the features you would want in Slack. Like I said, not aware of it. I am aware of it, not used to it. So I believe the last update was we're continuing to see signs of improvement and are monitoring the situation. If you're still encountering any trouble, please reload Slack and clear the app cache. That's a big ask for a lot of people, right? Slack users started seeing problems just before 6 a.m. PT this morning, sharing details about the issues on Twitter and Down Detector. Good old Down Detector. After an outage yesterday, Slack confirmed the downtime this morning. Uh, problems include logging in, messages, posts, file connections, notifications. So basically everything was down. And the last update, that was... Uh, we'll update you as soon as we know more. So if you're a Slack user, hopefully it didn't affect you. And if it did, hopefully it's uh, back up and running again. This is one that I spoke about before on previous podcasts. can't remember which episode. But the uh, car thing from Spotify. Has anyone bought this? Has anyone used it? Let me know. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments. If you are listening to this uh, on any of the podcast platforms... Reach out to me, Mr. BK Official. Let me know. Let me know if you got it. Let me know if it was a success, waste of time, waste of money. To me, I just don't get it. So if you're not familiar, the Spotify's car thing is... Reminds me of an old school TomTom sat navs. It's a device that sits separate to your hedge unit in the vehicle. And it's essentially... A displayed for your Spotify. Now, I could be doing it an injustice. It might be a lot more than that. But from what I can see, that's exactly what it is. Now, you may ask, why? Well, yeah, I ask that too. Why? Uh, you know, most... most modern cars these days have the option of either Android Auto or CarPlay in there. And maybe I've just answered my own question. Maybe this is targeted at people who don't have new vehicles and one wants some kind of separate control for their Spotify bar putting their phone in a cradle on the dashboard. To be fair, it's a bigger screen, has got a bit of a roller. So, navigating through, in theory, should be easier while you're driving. Not that I would condone that. You shouldn't be playing with it while you're driving. Anyway, the accessory was first made available free of charge um, as part of an invite-only thing to create a bit of a buzz and essentially be the test. And Now, the car thing, which is a great name, is going on general sale for about... $90, $89.99, which is about $10 more than what they said it was going to be. CarThing is designed to offer a more convenient way to control Spotify while driving. It doesn't have a speaker, and it doesn't have its own data connection. It's essentially a monitor for your Spotify. Why? Anyway, um... It has a touchscreen, voice controls via Spotify's own, hey Spotify, Spotify, hey Spotify assistant and requires both uh, a Spotify premium subscription and a phone with data for it to work. So if you're using Spotify free, this ain't for you. And if by chance your phone is not connected to the World Wide Web or a network, it's not for you either but I thought it was worth mentioning, given that it's uh, an interesting product. Interesting is probably the wrong word. Now, then we've got uh, Meta launches Rails in Facebook. Now, Meta is the holding company for Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is the CEO of Meta. And it launches Reels, which is their kind of version of TikTok. Um, it's launched worldwide on Facebook to 150 countries. Um, so Facebook Reels users will be able to remix others' videos, do out with them, and upload, cli- upload clips of up to 60 seconds in length, just as with Instagram Reels. okay they'll also be able to save drafts and meta will be adding a new video clipping tool in the coming months that will make it easier for creators who publish live or long-form recorded videos to test different formats so yeah instagram isn't enough for meta and obviously tiktok is a huge competitor certainly in this region um Yeah, and TikTok is huge. North America can't as well, and globally. But uh, certainly in the Middle East, it's blown up. Um, And then speaking of Instagram, Instagram reduces daily limit notification time options. So (laughs) I don't know anyone who does this. Uh, In Instagram, you can set a daily limit of how long you can use the app. And it used to be a case of it could be as low as 10 minutes, um, and I think up to 4 hours, 5 hours, can't remember. Uh, But now they've changed that, so Instagram has quietly updated its daily limited feature, um, and that uh, lets users receive notifications when they spend too much time on the app. Or, However, instead of adding more control the social network has reduced the time uh, for daily limits Uh, so since the daily limit feature was introduced in 2018 users have been able to receive notifications about their instagram usage after spending as little as 10 minutes per day on the app as reported uh, by techcrunch instagram has now limited the time of options available in the app, which now starts at 13 minutes. daily limit settings interface has been slightly redesigned to show longer time uh, options first in the list. While users can still enable full screen reminders to leave the app after using it for 10 minutes, Through the take a break feature, Instagram seems to have made it harder for users to slow down how much time they can spend on the social network. I need to look into this because I haven't actually, I I didn't even know that feature was there. I I don't know many people who would use that. I could be wrong. Maybe it's a parental, a parental? Maybe it's a parental thing Uh, with your kids. You put a daily limit. Who knows? so that's kind of it I just wanted to touch on a couple of stories today as I've said already if you're watching this on YouTube make sure you hit that like button that subscribe hit the bell notification helps me out a lot if you're listening to this on any of the major podcast platforms whether that's Spotify Apple Amazon wherever Google do what you gotta do follow like and share come on share with people Mr. BK official. Uh, And that's about it. I'll leave it there and I'll catch you on the next one.